Welcome to The Lost Packet, helping you find your way in the digital world. Hey, welcome everybody, welcome. You guys can have a seat now. Thank you all so much for joining us today in the golf studios. I am George Pitts and I'm here with my host, Brian80211 Golf and Ben the Tomb Raider Carter. And today what we're going to be talking about is a subject that uh, off the record that we've been talking about a lot, and that is the 5G, 5G. rollout. So yeah. as we as we start this, I guess what I want to ask you guys is, there's been a lot of talk about all the pros and cons of 5G, which I've never really heard so much information come out about a faster network until now you know there was 2g at one point and 3g came out that was a big thing then, you have edge. then edge and then lte why max <laughs> and you ju- everybody was just excited about it now you've got people that are excited but you also got people that are very nervous about it right what is you guys take let's start with brian what is your take know. on this whole thing uh i don't know it it seems uh seems pretty crazy it seems like a lot of money also to implement uh since they have to make the yeah. sites that they're so much smaller. And I've, even around here, we've seen there's lots of constructions where they're running fiber and putting up uh, little sites that I believe that is for their 5G implementation. I don't know what vendor. But um, what I find interesting is there's also apparently like no health assessment done on, from my understanding, on that technology altogether. And some people are just really worried about that it may be really bad for us from, our, from a health perspective. But... Um, no one really knows until we well, test I mean, it out. Yeah, that's with technology. We always <laughs> worry about the impacts of it after we do it. Like Bluetooth and all that stuff. <laughs> mm, I remember, yeah. Bluetooth. Such a solid, secure networking protocol. <laughs> Super solid. Well, yeah, with what Brian was saying, I mean, the health concerns, I mean, this is kind of like a big red flag. So, like, Lloyd's of London says that they are going to refuse to cover any 5 jobs 5G Wi-Fi related illnesses. So that's, mm, that's pretty big to say that like one of the biggest global yeah. insurers in the world is going to say, we're not going to cover anything that. The other ones could follow suit too. Yeah. Because that actually creates a loophole because there's no real way to find out if that causes an illness that they can say it caused, yep. which could technically take them off the hook for billions of dollars in insurance coverage. Mm-hmm. That's big. And like I said, if the insurance companies can look and say, hey, if we all get in behind this, we can actually get out of paying a lot of premiums for this kind of stuff, even if we can't prove it. And technically, really, no mm-hmm. one can. There's not like there's a scan that says, oh, you've got 5G cancer or something like that. I mean, it's yeah. just what it he's is. Got, he's got the 5G. You got to stay away from him. Yeah. He's gotten the 5Gs. It really can. He's got the Gs. If, if that. <laughs> That's the part that concerns me a lot because it can really be used to get insurance companies out of a lot of payouts, and it could cause a lot of. You're gonna what I what I think is something that Brian said and something that you said. One is you could see premiums go up if they say, "Well, no, you can't do that." Yeah. Well, then now you could see premiums go up, and then on the thing of what Brian said about all the infrastructure that they're investing in, plans can go up. Because they've got right. to pay for all this infrastructure coverage. They're going to have to do new towers. They're going to have to do some digging. They're probably going to have to lease some land. I mean, that's you're talking about a huge investment for these companies, which means that that in turn comes back on us as the consumers because they've mm-hmm. got to get the money from somewhere. 
Yeah. Um, so you could look at both sides of that field as something that could be uh, costly. So with that being said, do you guys think it's worth it to even go down this collision course just for 5G? I don't know. I mean, I know everyone wants to be connected all the time, and I think with how close, how much money they're putting into it, I think they almost might be able. To, you might almost be able to be connected all the time, and in essence, know where you are all the time, or maybe what you're thinking all the time. Yeah, just think just of all the data there. that they can get from you all the time. Yeah, just always constant, monitoring. Yeah, constant, constant feed. And I don't. I think it can be pretty safe to say that this rollout. Because the companies are all about making money, which is not a bad thing. That's what you build a business for. We're capitalists here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, they probably have thought about this implementation in a way to make money, and that's probably on some type of selling some data or advertisement directly to you, advertising to you or selling your data to someone else. Maybe it's uh, where you go, how long you stay there. Because they're gonna, I think they're gonna have, I assume, more accurate information about maybe where you're at or how long you're staying there. I, just there's so many more points for them to look at than they have had before. So, so a good segue and plug if uh -oh. you haven't thought about it yet, but now would be a good time to invest into VPN technology. <laughs> <laughs> and now, right? <laughs> while we while we're plugging that, can we give the listeners a recommendation for some VPNs to use? Oh, that's a oh. good choice. Ooh. Uh, I actually. Uh, it's kind of silly, but I really don't have a good suggestion. I haven't, <gasps> I haven't really tried them, any of them out. I haven't either, so I'm on the same side <laughs> of Brian. Okay, so that, well, that makes Ben the minority. The father of hardware That's here. it. Uh -oh. All right, so ones I've used and tested out. Uh, I do like Windscribe. It's a pretty fairly decent one. They usually have offers where it's like 50, 60 bucks, and you have lifetime, hmm. unlimited bandwidth, unlimited data cap coverage 50, 60 for a month or period? Oh. Period. Lifetime. Oh. Wow. Uh, another one would be NordVPN. That one's pretty I decent. I saw that one. On, I saw that, that commercial. Yeah. Or something um, like you do have to do your research, so make sure that they won't keep your data. They're going to delete and purge records and logs like every day. They won't sell you out. They have it in their privacy policy that we will never collect any data and we will never have it available, and we will delete these records, your IPs, and everything. So that's the type of VPN you want because you don't want anybody tracking you. That that's the whole thing is you want your virtual private network where you are private. Nobody's going to keeping tabs on everything that you're doing and you can do whatever you want and not have like all the, Oh, well, Google's going to suggest this to you or Amazon's going to suge suggest this to you <laughs> because you hit this area and you're next to this restaurant, which had right. this access point available to you. And so we're going to add these services and say that you can be advertised for that. So the VPN makes your network private. Now, Cloudflare is going to be coming out with their VPN on the horizon, so I might hold out for that one. But I'm I trust Cloudflare. <laughs> I'm pretty content with Windscribe right now, so it's doing really good for me. But um, I mean, going back to our 5G conversation, I mean, the benefits are pretty substantial. I mean, you can get like 300 megabit coverage anywhere and like that's better than most internet providers can give you so especially you think, in rural areas yeah so you think about like how most people have a duopoly you have two isps and they're totally not being competitive and they're just raising up prices and they're including data caps i mean this is that disruptive third player where somebody could come in and say hey we're a 5g internet company we're going to provide 5g service for you you get 300 megabit down and up and you get unlimited data it's like 
Done. Sign me up. Sold. Sign me Sign up. Sign me up. I would do it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you know, you mentioned uh, Cloudflare. There is actually an app you can download. It does actually look like it uh, will create a VPN profile for your at least your DNS queries. Just for DNS queries, yeah. Right. But it's kind of cool. I mean, it's better if it's free. And yeah. If yeah. you're at least doing that, you can at least do that part. It's kind of neat, though. We need to reach out to Cloudflare about getting some sponsorship. Because I love them, and I want them to love us, too. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Right? Yeah, they're. I think they're really great. But, all right, so... <laughs> we get the great benefit of speed with it. Um, you get the availability of it. So, like, you think about all the another all the future innovations on the horizon. So they're getting more into more about wearables, the sensors, personal data devices, like for like medical industry, you get those EKGs that you could actually just send straight to your physician's office now over your Wi-Fi, where you can wear those mm. holters. You can have your smartphone tied into some sensors on your body and you're jogging and running He's and saying, this out. I'm having yeah. an event and you can immediately send it over to your doctor or have an ER facility look at it. It's like, yep, you're in VTAC. You're having arrhythmia. You need to come in right now immediately. We know your location. We're sending the ambulance right there. So I mean, that's the huge benefit to it. But even with like cars, I mean, the automation towards vehicles, like having mm-hmm. in-car Wi-Fi where you have like your whole in-car experience where your car turns into this huge dashboard. You can have your Spotify, all your stuff playing up there. You can have it read off the news to you. It can give you traffic alerts all instantaneously in the car. Like that's kind of like the future horizon of all the self-driving cars where you have all those sensors, all that data, and all the cars are talking. So the cars will know is like, hey, there is some road debris on the road up ahead. So you need to deviate like three inches to the left to avoid this big bolt in the road that we just saw. I mean, that's the kind of technology that we're looking at on the horizon. And you have to have a fast network and a big mesh network. So when I mean, you think about all that stuff collaborating, all that stuff talking to each other, I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to need a substantial network. Now, with 5G, I mean, the bandwidth is completely different. It's more in the microwave spectrum, which, I mean, yeah, we've talked about the health sure. concerns about nothing it. Nothing can go wrong with that. Nothing ever goes wrong with microwaves. Right. Never. But then, like they don't have that range. They don't have that like penetration into infrastructure. Like you can't get through like big thick buildings with brick Mm -hmm. walls, girders in it. So you need a lot more, probably about 10 times the amount of access points or 5g points to get that same data to you. But once it's out there, it's out there and it's very substantial, but I mean, everybody's going to be hit with this huge microwave signal and bandwidth all locally. Now they've looked at other technologies for like batteries and devices where they could actually harness that energy. So think of a phone that never runs low. Like they're looking at battery technology mm-hmm. where it will harvest all the energy that's already being emanated by all these wireless radio, TV, mm-hmm. broadcast spectrums and just harnessing that to keep your phone charged all the time. Wow. Mm. That'd be pretty cool. I tell you what, that could be a huge disruptor if you, like you said, if someone does come in, because I just keep sitting, I just keep sitting here thinking about how we've been as consumers just abused financially. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Every time, and it's like when something finally good comes, these companies find a way to shut it out. Remember whenever Google um, Fiber, Google yep. Fiber was coming, that mm-hmm. was going to be the savior, and somehow, some way, they got pushed out. That, all right. Yeah. For the Oklahoma market, I mean, that was a fix put in the works like 20 years ago. I mean, that was, yeah, 
dirty politics, crony capitalism, basically the internet providers made all the rules really prohibitively expensive and difficult to do to have any newcomers come into the market. So mm-hmm. I know like, uh, yeah, Cox, we'll name them by name, but they came into the market and they were starting out their ISP business and they basically went to the states like, oh, it's just so expensive and hard and difficult to deploy these networks and all this stuff and we can't do all this and, you know, afford to compete. And so they got all this legislation put in that gave them priority access to like the poles, the utility areas, mm-hmm. lines, and they have all this restrictive policies in there. Now you could see it as protecting their equipment. So you don't want some third party yokel just climbing up the pole and then adding their line and then they dork up your hardware. So you can see that part, but then you put that requirement of our technicians have to be there at every single install point, every access point when you're trying Mm -hmm. to lay out this new competing network with ours. I mean, that's kind of like a dick move to say anybody new, you have to have our permission to do that network or put it out there. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, back to 5G. I mean, it, does have a lot of promise to it i mean there is a health concerns about it which i mean even with cell phones i mean cell phones came out everybody had yeah. those concerns about Same health thing. and i mean they're all normal now and yeah right we're totally fine yep you're mostly fine yeah well, i had a weird bubbly in my stomach this morning but sure. it's been gone since then it's good yeah so mm. i'm good cell phones cell phone blip yep so with that being said What's the consensus? Yay or nay? I'm going to start with Ben. 5G. Yay or nay? I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about this. Which Mm. means? I'm on the yay side for now. Right. Brian Goff. Well, um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, So I'm going to go with yay as well. I'll be the minority. I'll say no. Ooh. (laughs) And the only reason I'm going to say it is because I'll ask you guys this. Are you happy when you when your mm-hmm. mobile device is running at optimal speeds, are you happy with the speed? Um I guess for the it one yeah, when it's working, I suppose it seems okay right now. Ben? Yeah, I mean I'm content with the data I get right now, but with newer innovations like you get four K out there and all the other high end streamings and more options to it. I mean, your device would be more data hungry once you get to that level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, folks, there you have it. That is our take on the 5G. Are there any closing statements from YouTube today? Uh, I have one. Um, 5G was episode 13. Just throwing it out there. Whoa. This, is, this is part two. It's <laughs> <laughs> part two. 13 and a half. Okay, it still counts. All right, we're good. We're safe. Like Naked Gun 33 and a half. 33 and third. Yeah. <laughs> ben, any closing remarks? Uh, I think it's going to be interesting next five years. I mean, with yeah. 5G network coming out. I think in technology in general, just because of all, all the things that are coming out, you're going to see a lot more innovation. Yeah. So, I mean, this will be a big driving force towards that innovation. I mean, you have virtual systems. You have HoloLens. Like, mm-hmm. just think about, like, how your day would be if you have, like, glasses that you put on, and that's basically your heads-up display for everything, and it could navigate wow. you walking, driving, and you don't even need, like, a display on your phone anymore. 
anymore. It's on your glasses and you're getting all that data fed straight to you. So there's a lot of cool innovation. They talk about holograms, anything, which I think that's a misnomer because we don't have like that solid of holographic technology. Yes, we have augmented reality technology, but that's definitely not holograms. So it will be cool. I mean, thinking about just, you know, you're you're walking around and you have a 5G like video conference with your family or you're talking to people, your friends, and you're just walking, talking, or you have that in your car at any moment. So everyone just walks around with wearing those augmented goggles. Yep, they're going to be disconnected while at the same time so connected. What's so weird is that Everyone sees the same. The same street looks different for everyone. For everybody, yep. even that's though you're weird. at the same place. Yeah, like that's everything crazy. can be different. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's good or not, though. Actually, it doesn't seem good to me. I'll it's just put it out there right now. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's the thing with technology. It can be a good force or a bad, bad force, blessing or a curse. But there's always a balance. Yes. <laughs> Just like the balance in the force. The balance of the force. We'll talk about the force one day. Ben's gonna do an episode, a solo episode. On <laughs> episode the force. nine's coming, guys. On the force. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Goff, Ben Carter, and George Pitt signing out. What'd you think? Huh? Give it up. Give it up. All right. Thank y'all, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys later. We're out. Thank you. Peace out.